your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to a Wednesday of Lacrosse Talk PM. I am Rick Solom. Sitting in the studio with me right now to talk about river cleanup is Chris O'Hearn. He is on the I was going to say the board. What do you call it? The committee? It's the the committee, board? The river cleanup committee. We're Where all volunteers. You, you guys meet on the pontoon somewhere? We have met on the river, but not actually on the river, like Riverside. Because that would be a great excuse. To be, you know, we should have these committee meetings I on actually a pontoon with beer. I'm going to make a motion that our next meeting be on the river. Just don't throw the cans in the Correct. river. Correct. Bring, bring home everything that you brought out. But what is river cleanup, you ask? We do this every year. We, I don't do this. Uh, it's been going on for, this will be year 31. Since 1993, you guys have been doing this. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. River cleanup, what could it be, Chris? <laughs> it is a bunch of volunteers getting together and cleaning up the river um, and making a pretty massive impact, too. Over the years, uh, three-quarters of a million pounds of trash pulled out of the river, um, 2,917 barrels. Um, I'm going to get this wrong. I want to say if we stacked all those barrels end-to-end, it's close to a mile. It might even be more than that. Uh, Russ Wilson has that total somewhere. How many barrels? 2,917. Where are we getting? Where are all these barrels coming from? Most of the time, they're docks. Oh, like yeah. The, the, oh, the, the houseboats. Floats, yeah, That's houseboats right. And, I was thinking, like, how many people are jumping their horses, and then why are these horse stables flooding when the barrels get in yes, the water? Yes, the same okay. barrels, but they start out under the, the docks. The houseboat barrels. That's or right. Or occasional cargo spillage off of the riverboats. All right. So, um, yeah, and this happens on... Saturday, right? Yes, we had to move it back because of the high water. Typically, this happens the Saturday of Mother's Day. High water, everything got moved back. So on Friday, we'll be up at Trempolo, uh, the Trempolo Sportsman's Club Landing. And then Saturday, the big day, there's actually four different spots. You can find something nice and close to you. Starting at 8 a.m. down at Goose Island, 7th Street, Clinton Street, or the Fred Funk Landing on Bryce Prairie. Is the best way to, to kind of to get signed up, go to rivercleanuplacrosse.com? That's or, the best and the only. Yep, okay, that's, so that's, that's how you register because you don't want people just showing up. You can show up okay. and register day of. Um, all the guaranteed okay. T-shirts have been now placed, but if you sign oh, up Oh, there's swag? Time, River Cleanup oh, swag? Oh, let, me, let I mean, me talk about the swag. Okay, River Cleanup. So you're getting free swag? You're getting all kinds of free swag and a lunch. Okay, so if you're gonna, so there, now there's incentive to go help clean up, and you're not just doing the Mississippi. Because when I think river cleanup, I'm just thinking Mississippi, but you're going all over the place. Yeah, anything that's going to, I mean, kind of the catch-all, anything that's going to end up in the river. So we'll send people out to the marsh and oh, yeah. even along the sides of the highways if if those you're picking up lead bullets, lead pellet bullets out of the marsh. You doing we that? Don't one. don't do that. <laughs> That would anything, be hard. <laughs> anything hazardous, we do have people to call for that. Oh, well, know. the lead pellet bill is yes. a joke because we have, oh, the you know, marsh, from uh, the trap yeah, the, shooting. From the trap, trap shooting, shooting at Myrick. Yeah. Shooting into a marsh. I wasn't going I wasn't going dark on you there. I was just Gotcha. Um, but, okay, so, yeah, go to rivercleanuplacross.com if you want to register or show up at one of those. Show you, up, you, at, you and we'll actually send you to that website too we've got the qr code we'll have you oh, set yeah. up. so to do this you do have to sign up we can't bury this though the swag the swag Chris. the swag so yes. in exchange for your time cleaning the river um for a few hours starting at noon at the black river beach house you will get a lunch and prizes 
real like good prizes too, awesome prizes. And everybody who's already pre-registered is guaranteed a T-shirt. Anyone who registers now ahead of time, T-shirts as available. And if you sign up the day of, maybe. And all this stuff is going to kick off Saturday at 8 a.m.? The big one is Saturday at 8 a.m. at uh, Goose Island, 7th Street, Clinton Street, and Fred Funk on Bryce Prairie. If you're a little north and you're looking for something to do on Friday and you can get out of work, Friday at the Sportsman's Club landing in Tremplo. Okay. Same deal, swagging a lunch up in Tremplo. So All right, so I'm going to show up. What what can I expect? Or A, what should I wear and what can I expect? Like, do I need to do – are we doing calisthenics before we start because we're p- pulling a lot of heavy stuff or, it's you know – It's kind of more weekend warrior sort of thing. Like, okay. you know, you're, you're working hard but only for a couple hours and it's not that hard. You okay. Know, it's – it's river trash. It's cans. It's bottles. If if you've got access to a boat or people have room in the boat, you get in a boat. You go oh, that's out. right. You want people to bring their whatever. Yeah, bring your right? boats. Your whatever. Something that's going to take you out you, to the river and that you can pick up trash in. Yeah, well, a kayak wouldn't work, right? Not depending on some of those, because we'll give you trash bags. This is full oh, service, sure. so you get trash okay. bags and you can then bring that back. We've got dumpsters and recycling and all of that. I'm thinking about all this on the fly as you're just like, oh yeah, if I brought a kayak, I could tie a trash bag to the side of it and. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, and it's just good safety in numbers. So when everybody's out there at the yeah, same you maybe time, maybe want a team of kayaks. And actually, a uh, shout out to our public safety partners at every landing. The Shelby Fire Department is standing by at the Goose Island La Crosse County Dive Unit at Seventh Street. City of La Crosse Fire Department Water Team at Clinton Street, and Bryce Prairie EMS and Rescue at Fred Funk on Bryce Prairie. Because as you said, there's a bunch of people out there on the river. Yeah, working. I mean, you, you do this. Around Mother's Day, yes. for a reason, because it's a little bit cooler out. You know, I don't, I didn't, it I didn't look at the weather, be, it's but it's going to be warm. It's um, going to be hot out. So yeah. that's kind of the trade-off: what to wear, something that you don't mind getting dirty, but you also don't want to overheat yourself. Right. Also, you know, just jump in the river if you need to. That will cool off. I, mean, I was that, on the river this weekend actually, and it was warm enough for me to wade in, but the kids were swimming all the way. All right. So you've been doing this for a decade. Myself. I, yep. Now you mentioned the 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 head guy. I forget his name. Russ Wilson, Russ Wilson. was one of the. That's right. How do I forget? His, he's also right. a former Badgers quarterback and now on the Denver Bron. A different Russ. Different Russ Wilson. Okay. This is Russ Wilson, former uh, conservation warden, and uh, Wayne over at Advertising Concepts. But always, always kind of interesting when you've do, been doing this. Thirty-one years, you've been doing this for a decade. Do you have like this is the thing that I pulled out of the river? Story. I think the funnest thing that we ran up with uh, during that uh, that last quarterback there in Green Bay before this other last quarterback. Okay, yeah. it seems like towards the end of their career. They get a little bit squirrely, and the fans kind of turn on them a little bit. Somebody had put together a full Brett Favre effigy. I think that's the right word. Okay. This large thing on pontoons floating down with the river with a sign that said, we're sending him back home to Mississippi. <laughs> what? I'll have to dig up a picture somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say, you got a picture on your phone somewhere I, of this it's thing? We'll gonna gonna be, it's going to be... It this should is be a, I mean, this had to have been a while ago, too, like you said. Yeah, was, this was we in the midst of... Yeah, we didn't just do this to Brett Favre. Well, although maybe if you still had your Brett Favre effigy with the stuff with the the poor people money in, in yeah. Mississippi, you, uh, you, yeah, might have, gotta... you might have now sent more Brett Favre memorabilia. Yeah, no, this was kind of in the, in the thick of it when, uh, well, I don't know if I'm going to play or not. <laughs> Brett Favre. Okay. You know, yeah. again, the wishy washy. Well, we'll see if uh, there's a we'll see if there's an Aaron Rodgers one this year. So, rivercleanuplacrosse.com, you could register, you could look up some of the info. 
Um, if, like Chris said, if you want to go Friday evening, uh, Friday morning, actually. Friday morning, Friday morning at eight in Trempolo. In Trempolo, otherwise uh, the big day Saturday morning up until about noon. So about four hours of work. Yeah, about four hours of work, and then again the after party with prizes and lunch and everything at the Black River Beach House following that. All right, thanks, Chris. Thank you, Rick. Uh, go to River Cleanup Lacrosse, everybody. We'll be back. What are you on? Are you on Facebook Live there, Brad, or what? <laughs> here's a it's a steamroller backing up. Brad's got video of Governor. Wait, is Governor Evers on that? Thing? He's not on this one. Oh, he okay. posed for a picture on the steamroller, but this was this was uh, public works. Oh, it's terrible sound, Brad. Employee. It's hurting everybody's oh. ears. <laughs> uh, Brad Williams, anyway. Wisdom News. Our Wisdom News crew is in here in studio with me. We're going to talk about. Now, now we need like a tally board. So if I, you know when I take when I take right. people's pictures in the background, it should be like a Governor Evers. We almost could do this in a way that wasn't just Governor Evers, but like put all our legislators on there. Yeah. Um, our statewide ones, right? Like right, Jill, yeah. uh, Jill Billings. Well, uh, uh, Jill wasn't there today. No, Ron Doyle and Pathworth. Ron Johnson. Yeah. Van Governor Orton. Evers. Um, the other one, Tammy Baldwin. Right. And then maybe anyone else that, like, we could do secretary. We could add all the state the state reps and then see who wins at the end of the year the visits to lacrosse. Because Governor Evers run away with this thing. It's, yeah. it, we're, we're only in almost end of May, and he's been here at least five times. This month. This month, yeah. <laughs> Something the, it, like that. I yeah. think it is five or four times this month for sure. Well, yeah, um, since uh, the first, first part of April, yeah, he's probably been here. He just Not loves it here. I mean, he he used to work in Toma, so yeah. I don't know if there's like this. He wants to get back because maybe he swings uh, through Toma sure. on the way home. Swings through here on the way to Toma to go back to Madison. You think he's got like a watering hole in Toma? He likes. Sure, so if I'm, I go to I'm La pretty Crosse, sure he does. If yeah. I go to Lacrosse, I can then I can stop at you know Billy's and grab me a yeah. brewski at the water, you know, or something. All right, but anyway, Governor Evers was in well, essentially, and he wasn't in Lacrosse, right? He was, he was in, in, in Alaska. On Alaska and and not riding a cement roller, but he he is on pothole patrol. Okay, did he have like a funny See, shirt or a hat uh, or something? Well, no, it, fun. It's not funny because he he's wearing the uh, the yellow reflective jackets like everybody else. Right. Yep. He's on the work team, and he he pitched in uh, along with the others uh, from Public Works, and he brought the. Uh, uh, Deputy Secretary of Transportation there, Mr. Nilsestun, to uh, to help promote the idea that they're they're fixing a lot of road, they're building roads and bridges, and, and here's what they do. And then then they come up, and there was a truck with hot mix, and they scooped up the hot mix and put it in the potholes. Yeah, and then, they did then the, the steamroller goes over it. They did the the, the, the photo shoot of of look at he, us, we're we're working. That's as, right. Now, what were the actual workers doing while they were? They doing were it? part of this as well. Okay, so they some were... of them were standing around, but what, when it came time to scooping up scooping up the asphalt and putting it on the street. They did that. See, this is where, you you know, you're covering this in a way where I would probably go up to one of the workers and be like, what do you think of Governor Evers <laughs> right now? Scoop, how is he doing? Is he doing a good job scooping the shovel, scooping the, the hot mix? Like my and, grandmother could do that. Yeah, now, was anyone giving him any direction? Because I feel I, like, I, you know, I wasn't close enough to hear anybody saying, you know, uh, oh, that's very nice, Governor. Or it's like, yeah, you missed a spot. Yeah, you missed like a spot, that. right? You missed a lot of spots, right? <laughs> and then what road in Alaska were they working on? This was uh, on Lake Street and 8th Avenue North. 
So it was a residential area, and there were people, you know, coming out of their houses to sit on the porch and watch the governor and everybody pave the street that's had all the potholes in it. Yeah, sit on the porch, have a beer, watch the governor fix your road. That's kind of that's kind of a funny way to do to do that. Um, sure. Uh, what was part of his pitch when he when he spoke to I, I guess probably the media, right? He probably yeah, he did. Have, yeah, yeah. Is that uh, well? He has the release that uh, they've improved over fifty eight hundred miles of roads and nearly sixteen hundred bridges in the four and a half years since he has been governor. And uh, unfortunately, it says down here. Earlier this month, Republicans on the Joint Finance Committee voted to remove more than 540 provisions from the Evers budget, including uh, transportation revenue bonds. So that's another reason why he's going around the state. He was in Chippewa Falls earlier in the day, uh, well, about two hours earlier, and then came down to La Crosse and on Alaska and uh, started scooping up the asphalt. Scooping up the asphalt and then scooping... Republicans into the the hot mix a little yeah, bit because, sort because of, they're, yeah. they're there there wasn't a whole lot of uh, you know trash political trash talk is basically look what we're doing we're fixing we're actually fixing something what I hate what I hate about these the the numbers when when they give us because the city of La Crosse I think the county with um, Jane Clay Camp last week they they kind of tell us we we fix about six miles of road a year yeah and to me that doesn't sound like a lot. Also, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I have no yeah. idea what's a lot, what's a little. When you okay, what was the number you read there with the it was with the fifty eight hundred miles of roads? That's four and a half years. Yeah, in four and a half years, they've so is that a lot, a little? What, so you know, like, you know, twelve hundred no, miles in a, in a year on average. I know, but there's no like basis here. If you told me that, but Aaron, they, you know, if, like with the county, for example, they could they could be fixing that one one crazy uh, bridge out near. Barry Mills that isn't uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of bumpy. They could they could be uh, fixing but, up the West Salem Street. They could be up in Holman. Right, you know? but but if you told me we were doing seven bridges a year or seventy bridges a year, I would have no basis to know if you're doing a good right. job or a terrible job. If if Aaron Rodgers throws for three hundred yards in his Jets debut, I know oh three hundred yards, yeah. pretty good for a quarterback. If if uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo scores thirty five points. In a in a Bucks game, I'm like, okay, I have a basis. I have, but there's no like, here's the standard of how many miles of roads or how many bridges we need to be fixing. A, it changes a little bit from year to year, I would guess, right. because and then B, just like, like how do you how do you maybe manage? the main standard they look for is we're fixing or building roads and fixing bridges as opposed to not building roads and fixing bridges. right. But but if Evers. Evers told you he was doing a billion miles a year. <laughs> that would, would be weird. Okay, a billion. Okay, but if he told you he was doing, you find a billion miles of anything in Wisconsin. Uh, if Evers show me came what here is. and he said, over my four years, I've, 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 uh, our, our administration has fixed 1.2 million miles of roads. You would go, okay, possibly, yeah, yeah, right. You could do that, but that's way off. That's way less than what five thousand. I forgot the number again. Fifty eight hundred miles. Fifty five thousand eight hundred miles. It's but less than a million. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. Saying. Like if he said a million, you would be like, sounds good. Like, that sounds like you're doing a good job. Fifty eight hundred miles. A million miles. around the country would be, probably be a very good thing exactly. for a, a year or two or three. Right. But, so uh, in Wisconsin, be kind of hard to do. Yeah, it's just one of them things that's just kind of hard to to wrap your head around. And when they throw numbers out, but, at, but they're big numbers, so it's like, see, we did something. All right, that's Brad Williams in the Wizard Newsroom. You're gonna hear him doing the news here in a couple of minutes. Uh, coming up next with me is Sam Bachmeyer. He's the community development specialist with La Crosse County. We're gonna talk about broadband.
All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom. On the phone with me now is, well, it's written down Samuel. <laughs> Do you want Sam or Samuel? Sam is just fine. Rick. All right, Sam, Sam Bachmeyer. He is the community development specialist at Lacrosse County, coming from a guy named Richard. So you could only imagine the the abbreviations or or the uh, short names that I could come up with, but I go by Rick. So, um, but he's on the phone with me now. We're going to talk a little bit about broadband at Lacrosse County, and I say a little bit because we are still studying this stuff. So the last week, the Lacrosse County Board um, essentially approved the ability to create a broadband committee. And I guess, do we know, do we have the names of those people? I feel like they were on that agenda item, but I don't know if that was, that was part of the approval process. Uh, we do, yes, and it was a part of the approval process. Okay. Um, Ten people, yeah. right? Something, something like that? Ten? Uh, yeah, tw- uh, 12 members, and I think we're adding one or two more here that will be approved at nux- next month's county board meeting. But, yeah, 12 members so far. Yeah, and, and obviously, uh, as we move forward in time, if if anyone can't figure out, everybody kind of needs the Internet as much, as much to function on a daily, on a daily schedule as, as almost anything else. Food, water, and the Internet. That's how we're getting – that's where we're getting to, right, Sam? That's right. Yeah, there's uh, there's there's you know a substantial need from both you know businesses, private residents, um, you name it. You know people people generally speaking are, are going to need internet access, whether that be at their businesses or their homes, um, you know hotels or what whatever. So um, yeah, we're making it a heavy focus here at Lacrosse County to make sure that at least all of our Lacrosse County residents have access to uh, affordable and reliable high speed internet. Yeah, just, and then you could just do the healthcare one. We'll do that one later. But you're a community development specialist at the Lacrosse County, uh, with with Lacrosse County. What what exactly is that? Sure. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, community development specialist. I focus a lot on economic development. So I work a lot with our our local businesses here, um, as well as you know potential businesses that might be looking at uh, locating here in Lacrosse County. Um, you know, uh, everything from identifying uh, available lands to working with the individual municipalities and townships that um, projects might take place in um, to get through, uh, you know, permitting and, and um, uh, you know, other uh, approval processes um, as those come up, um, you know, and also then working on um, things that go along with um, employment, such as uh, workforce retention, recruitment, um, broadband, of course, as we're going to be talking about here today. Um, child care is another big one that continually comes up uh, in regards to workforce. Um, so it, it really working with our, our community, our business community, and making sure that they have um, the things that they need to be able to uh, be successful and provide uh, meaningful workforce work, work opportunities here for our, uh, our community residents. How does that relate to, okay, I'll just throw an example at you. I heard a rumor that Aldi is coming to the south side of La Crosse. It's in La Crosse County, but it's also the city of La Crosse. Do you, is that something you would even, like, be part of, discussions? Um, there might be, yeah. So um, typically, you know, the, the permitting, if it's taking place within the city of La Crosse, um, permitting, approvals, things like that will go through uh, the city of La Crosse. But where La Crosse County can come into play is if there is a need for some uh, additional financing opportunity. We have a couple different revolving loan funds and grant opportunities um, that somebody like Aldi's may have, may or may not have a need for. Um, we generally uh, rely on private lenders, banks, and credit unions, um, and so forth, to provide the uh, you know the, the the primary bulk of financing for businesses. 
um, but La Crosse County can come into play um, to provide that gap financing if there is a financial gap um, for some of those things. And then we also work uh, real closely with our, um, you know, other community partners, including the state of Wisconsin, um, who might also have a role in helping, um, at least financially, if not otherwise, aid aid the development of that project in particular. So, um, you know, when you, see, when you see things like that um, come across the, uh, you know, the, the media, the media outlets, um, it really isn't just one party or another. Um, it, it's really a team effort of the city, county, state, and other organizations that help make those things possible. Have you been part of that conversation yet with Aldi? <laughs> Not with Aldi in particular, with the landowner, but uh, or with the property owner, but not uh, not Aldi. Okay. Um, all right. I want to talk about broadband a little bit. Um, I, I guess like the, the can we just start with last week? And I, I kind of got the answer from Lacrosse County Administrator Jane Clickamp. Last week we f- formed a broadband committee, and like you said, twelve people are on it. Is it is it as simple as we needed a broadband committee to uh, to check a box to help to help get state funding? Um. You could look at it that way, but no, it's not that simple. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately we needed to form that committee, like you said, to check that box so that we can get state funding. But um, really we want to make sure that, you know, as staff, um, we we only have so much knowledge and so much expertise um, in terms of what, what the need is out there in the community. So we really felt that we needed to form this committee and form this committee with representation from multiple industry sectors, so the primary industry sectors sectors are um, healthcare, uh, education, and, um, and ag, agriculture. Um, and then we also wanted to have representation from county board supervisors and then just general population um, representation, particularly in those more rural communities, um, the townships and uh, villages throughout uh, La Crosse County. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately, we want we needed to check that box in order to get uh, state aid, but we really needed, uh, this is going to be a, you know, a, a community-wide effort, and we need as many people to hop on board as possible in order to make this um, happen the way that's best for all. So we, we wanted to form this committee to make sure that we're, we're getting all those voices and all that input that we can. I get that. I'm of the camp that everyone should be able to get internet, should be able to have it at home. Uh, it should be also affordable and, and all those things to get speaking of checking boxes. But is this a problem in La Crosse County? I don't, that I don't know. Like, is there a big section of the population in the County that, that doesn't have this or is that kind of where we're, we don't yet know that stuff? Sure. Um, yeah, a lot of that information is, is yet to be determined, but what we can say, um, you know, firmly is that there are there are roughly 400, um, 480 locations here, uh, you know, businesses and, and homes in La Crosse County that simply do not have, even if they, they could pay a billion dollars for Internet at their home, um, if they could afford that, they still wouldn't be able to hook up simply because the infrastructure isn't there. Um, so that's what we call the unserved um, community, which is, you know, a relatively small portion of our, our, of our residents, but um, still, you know, we want to make sure that everybody has that same opportunity. But then there is also um, what is considered the underserved population, um, and we don't have exact numbers on that, but underserved essentially means you have access to some form of Internet at your home, um, but it is nowhere near um, the speeds of the reliability or the affordability um, that you need in order to, you know, function in today's society. Um, you know, in 2023, we'll rely so heavily on, you know, basically all fa- assets of our life. Um, 
to revolve around internet. Um, so there's a there's a large population, and like I said, that number is is yet to be determined. But a, a large population out there that that is simply underserved um, doesn't have access, and we and we know that through a, a few of our um, stakeholder engagements that have already taken place. Um, a few of the school districts within La Crosse County um, during the pandemic, when all the students were sent home, of course. Um, multiple school districts had to send out, you know, over 100, 200 um, mobile hotspots for families, for their children to be able to access the Internet, to be able to turn in assignments, to be able to attend virtual classes, things like that. Um, so there's, there's a, um, a, large, a large amount of student population within the community, um, particularly K through 12, um, that just don't have the Internet access at home that they need to, um, that they need to be able to have. Um, we've heard stories where students were going and setting up shop in their cars in the parking lots of public libraries during the pandemic in order to access internet, and then that's just that's something that we want to get over. Um, we don't want to, you know, God forbid we have another pandemic, but just in general, um, we, we need to be able to have our children um, have access to internet yeah. at their home so that they can that they can live. Yeah, we definitely don't need uh, kids that are in high school or. <laughs> Good. I hope they're in high school because otherwise they're driving before they can drive. Um, being a 2005 Winona Daily News journalist where he's writing a story on his tailgate in his truck in, in Mabel, Minnesota, and then trying to hook, uh, hook up to a hotspot uh, to send a story on deadline. Right. Yep. <laughs> My experience there. Um so, so the the committee that makes that makes sense is gonna. So, I think I feel like you know I sent you some of these questions, and and this is these are these are gonna be questions. What in a year from now, or not even that long? Like how many homes? I, I think you kind of answered this one. Four hundred eighty. How many homes are without broadband? How many companies are there out there that could provide broadband? Uh, do these companies want to lay a bunch of fiber optics? Because if they do that, and then two years from now we can get satellite broadband, that would be kind of a waste. Um, how much is it just going to get it cost uh, a company or the county to, you know, get these homes if it was the fiber optic route or if it was satellite or whatever? Um, how much would it cost to get these homes internet and how much it would it cost to get these homes internet? There's kind of two questions there, but um, is there any other questions on that list that the committee would look at and go, you know, this is these are other things we need to learn? Yeah, I mean, you know, those those two things that you just stated right there, you know, are going to be kind of the t- top priority in, in determining, you know, what the future looks like for La Crosse County in terms of broadband um, service. Um, yeah, and and those are things that we just we just don't have a ton of um, information or experience to rely on at this point. So, um, we we have uh, uh, released an RFP for a professional consultant to come in and start doing a lot of this data aggregation and give us those numbers. They will be performing a uh, an engineering study um, that will basically provide a map of La Crosse County and will say, you know, this these are the dark areas. These are the areas that you just don't have anything. These are the areas that that you could benefit from more services. From more, um, you know, more affordability, more equity, um, uh, uh, equity and inclusion aspects to um, what we're doing. So, hopefully, you know, once we, um, you know, continue moving forward with this committee and hopefully bring on a broadband consultant, we'll be able to answer some of those questions. Um, but yeah, and, and and like you said, I mean, it's important to identify who those internet service providers are, right? So, um, that'll be another thing that we'll continue to work on. You know, right now, I think we have. Um, you know, you know, between five and ten, a handful of, of internet service providers in the area. Um, that said, none of them cover the entire county. Some of them only cover, 
you know, the city of La Crosse or the village of West Salem or, or, or whatnot. So, um, you know, having that information and determining what their barriers are, why are they not expanding, you know, beyond the boundaries of the city of La Crosse or the village of West Salem, um, you know, and how can we help alleviate some of those barriers? Um, and then, and then, yeah, looking at uh, looking you, at all options. Sam, do you think it's area. do you think it is five to ten like internet providers? Because I feel like, and I don't know, but I feel like it's two or three. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it is in that ballpark of, of five to ten. Like okay. I said, I mean, there there are um, you know there are the primary ones, Spectrum and and CenturyLink um, here in the community, but. You know, uh, um, if you drive around the village of West Salem, for example, um, you'll you'll see a bunch of signs and advertisements for Lynx Networks, who are who have just recently come into uh, the village of West Salem. So, they're really popping up more and more, um, especially as these dollars are being made. Um, the the internet service providers follow the money, and the money right now is. Um, being provided by the federal government um, to subsidize projects in the harder-to-reach places. So I, I have no doubt that we'll continue to have access to new um, Internet service providers as, as time goes along here over the next year or two. Will the committee look into that, too? Like when, when you say, like, this company pops up because there's federal money, I always get a little bit itchy because it's like you, you can kind of, de- if you just go cell phones, you can kind of depend on, the big ones like, you know, Verizon or T-Mobile or whatever. And then you get down to the weeds on some of these like, oh, this plan's only 20 bucks a month and I can get, you know, unlimited everything for 20 bucks. And then you get it and it's very unreliable. And it's like, oh, they were just chasing the federal money or something like that. Um, Is that something the committee will look at to see how reliable some of these other companies or all the companies are? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll certainly be a, a, a large factor. Um, you know, uh, fortunately, a, a, not a lot of that responsibility will rely on the La Crosse County Committee particularly. It'll be up to um, the, the, the bulk of the grant dollars um, will not come to La Crosse County. The, the grant dollars will be coming to La Crosse County simply for planning efforts. Mm-hmm. Um, but La Crosse County won't be paying the Internet service providers. That, that'll come directly from the federal government. Um, uh, to to the internet service providers themselves, right? Um, and so uh, you know it'll really be up to those people at the higher levels um, to determine you know uh, if if the if the what they're um, if what the internet service providers are proposing will be reliable, if it will um, live up to the expectations of what they are proposing, et cetera. So, um, yes, I mean, it will ultimately be something that we look into and stress very heavily, um, but it, we, we rely heavily on our partners at the state and federal government to um, do a lot of that vetting and make sure that what is promised is actually um, followed through with by the Internet service providers. I Google quick. The population of La Crosse County is 120,433 as of 2021. Uh, you said about 480 households or businesses, I think. Uh, you said about 480 just don't have access at all. Is there a world here where it's just tough cookies? It's 480. <laughs> so it doesn't right. seem like very, um, it seems like a lot for a, a little or a little for a lot, if you know what I mean. Sure. Yeah, no, I understand. And, and yeah, no, I mean, it, we ultimately, you know, and this isn't, this is La Crosse County's prerogative, but it's also the state of Wisconsin and, and the federal government's prerogative to make sure that everybody um, throughout the United States have uh, access to uh, Internet, you know, just realizing how important it is. Um, and although it seems like small potatoes, you know, if there's, there's 480 households, um, you know, if you say a third of those have two or three kids within them, um, you know, that's, 
you're looking at a number above a thousand, you know, of individuals who need who need access to internet. And so, um, you know, ultimately, it's about equity. We want to make sure that that every person has the same opportunity and chance to, um, you know, live and and thrive in this world and make sure that they can benefit from the uh, opportunities that having internet access bring to you. So, it really isn't, you know, it's not a, uh, you know, it's not a, a uh, you know, a tough, tough potatoes or whatever you, whatever you had. Tough uh, cookies, I think I said, yeah. Tough cookies, yeah. Um, situation, it really is just about making sure that every, every citizen, every taxpayer has the, um, has the amenities that they need in order to succeed um, here in this world. Yeah, because I think, also, I think in general, potatoes are just tough and right, right off the bat. Cookies, yeah. you know, after a while they sit out and then they get tough and you don't want them anymore. Um, no, I have no idea. Um, okay, we got a committee, we've got, We've got a number of households, but we also, you talked about, like, during the pandemic, it kind of opened our eyes to how many just families just, oh, they live right in town or they live in a school district and don't have great access to the Internet. Um, how much of the, of, the, of the dependence here on the public to kind of inform the county or the county's broadband committee of what the challenges are? I mean, is it going to take a lot of the public's help here or is the committee going to be able to do some, a lot of this running around? No, we're, we're, we're going to rely heavily on the public, um, and that, that's going to take many different forms. You know, we'll host open, um, you know, town hall-style meetings. Um, we'll, we'll engage um, major, you know, stakeholders, including, um, you know, businesses, industry members, et cetera. Um, but we also want to just hear from private individuals, um, and there's a couple different ways that you can do that. The first is by um, there's a website, and then if I can provide a link later, um, through the, uh, the Public Service Commission of Wisconsin, we can go on, um, take, a, take a quick survey, and I know it's a little bit um, interesting that we're talking about um, uh, taking a survey when we're talking about not having access to broadband, um, <laughs> but that is the best way that, that uh, at least the state of Wisconsin can do it at this point. We're, we're going to be a little bit more organic and try to get out and actually talk to people. Um, but um, so that is one way is you can go onto this website on the state of Wisconsin. You can basically challenge um, your uh, your speed. So you do a speed test and you and you say, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be getting based off of what the internet service provider is telling me, um, and this is what I'm actually getting. So you challenge it that way. That gives the state of Wisconsin information in terms of where are some um, challenged areas. That information then gets relayed back to us, and then we include that in some of our uh, of our planning efforts. Um, and then another way to get engaged is simply give me a call. If there's a way to um, post my information after this interview online, um, otherwise you can just go to uh, lacrossecounty.org um, and search myself, um, Sam Bachmeyer. Um, feel free to give me a call. Send me an email. Both my email and phone number are publicly available. Um, I'd love to hear from you if you're experiencing challenges or even if you're not. You know, if you had a really good experience with an Internet service provider in the last year and you want to you want to give them some credit, um, happy to know that information, too. So um, lots of different ways that you can get involved in more ways um, upcoming here as we continue this process. But um, we want we, we need this to be a public, um, a very, very public um, uh, style uh, planning effort um, where everybody's engaged. We're hearing all the different opinions and stories and everything, and, and uh, hopefully we can aggregate that and make the best plan possible. And we got about a, like a year timeline before we, we hope to have some of these challenges solved or at least uh, answers to some of these questions? At least answers. 
answers. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to it's hard to speak to um, you know when there will be actual you know uh, infrastructure being placed in the ground just based off of um, you know workforce shortages and and supply chain issues and whatnot. But um, ultimately, we hope to have the answers within the next. Uh, you know, I'm optimistic in thinking next six six to nine months, but I would say you know twelve months from now. Um, we'll have a, a very solid plan, engineering assessment, all the stakeholder engagement has been done. We have ideas of how to pursue grant funding and other things that will um, enable these opportunities, et cetera. So, yeah, somewhere in the 6 to 12-month um, time period, we should, we should have all the information we need and continue to move forward with our efforts here, at least from a county perspective. All right, that's Sam Bachmeyer. He's the Community Development Specialist with La Crosse County. I will put that link to the Internet survey the link to the survey, it's funny, uh, on on this uh, podcast when I post it after the show and information on how to contact, how to email, or how to call Sam with the Lacrosse County there. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. All right, that's going to wrap it up for a Wednesday of Lacrosse Talk PM. Thanks again to Sam Bachmeyer for, for joining and and talking a little bit about broadband in La Crosse County. And I think uh, more more information on that sounds like should happen in about nine months. A lot of questions. A lot of questions I have on, you know, broadband in, in the county, broadband in the state, really. You know, again, like how many homes? I guess we kind of got the answer how many homes, but how many companies are there? How much does it cost to get those homes internet? How much does it cost for those homes to get internet? Because all that stuff is is really important. Uh, coming up tomorrow, Spencer Wilkin, UW Lacrosse Outreach Specialist, is going to come on, and as she usually does about once a month, we just talk science. See if you have science questions, <laughs> shoot them to me right now six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four or Rick at wisdomnews.com. You can shoot me some questions that we can try to stump Spencer. On uh, you know anything? A lot of I sent her a lot of space stuff over the last couple of weeks, so we'll we'll see if we we get into that as she goes into, I think astrophysics. I think she's going into that uh, next year at UW uh, UW at uh, Illinois. So anyway, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll do it all. We'll do that. We'll do that with Spencer tomorrow.